center opened up in March of 1999. At the time frame that they had the galas to open it up, unfortunately, I think we were at a wedding reception. So I ended up coming over with my son on a spring break and at that point knocking on the door. Fortunately, somebody came to the door because there was a small two-week time frame. They were waiting to actually open officially to the public and was welcome in to get a tour of the center myself. So I immediately fell in love with the center and immediately wanted to become part of it. At that time frame, I ended up volunteering at the center. Soon thereafter, moved on to being a member of the board. And as soon as the position opened up in 2004, became the marketing and PR director of the center and have been an absolutely wonderful journey ever since. I have a love for the arts. I myself was an art major in college and I've always just had this passion for, and desire for the arts. As you come into the center, one of the first things you'll see will be our information desk. And at that desk, we have our guest services associate, Mackenzie Zaylor, who's there to help you, whether it's to purchase tickets, sign up for a class, give you instructions as to where our various galleries are located. Mackenzie is the voice and that friendly smile that you see when you first walk into the center. I went to Randolph-Macon College and I graduated with an arts management degree. So I, my senior year, I took an internship here at the center and it was a great, wonderful experience for me. It was right up my alley, you know, the arts background, the business background. Um, I was here for several months interning, and then that just kind of fell into a job here at the center. Um, and I've been working here ever since, and I love it. Everyone's so friendly. Um, I love everyone I work with. It's a great place to work and to come and visit. In the background of what you do not see on a daily basis is actually our facility staff. Their responsibility is to flip the rooms when they need to be flipped from back-to-back -back events to make sure that the facility is clean and welcoming to all of the customers that we do have coming in the doors. My name is Cassandra Love. I'm a lead custodian and I've been working for the Cultural Arts Center for about six years. first started here it was like where's this place how in the world I'm gonna find it's like hidden you can't hardly see but I always call it a hidden treasure we are located on the historic mountain road which at the time frame if you look at the Civil War and whatnot was the road actually to the mountains so we're part of that whole so that's area. where the name comes from mountain road, mountain road um, and Glen Allen has very much historic roots to the Civil War and so there's some houses and various things along the way on mountain road that helps sort of make this a great area. And then the school itself, at, the center started as a school, built in 1911. And there's some fun parts along with that too. We were the third Glen Allen School. The first one was actually in the home of Elizabeth Holiday. And it only took a student to fall down a flight of stairs for them to realize not too good of a school, a uh, <laughs> place to have school. And then the second one actually was near what now is sort of Crump Park down the road. Oh, okay. uh, my understanding was there was a janitor who might have stoked the fire a little bit too much, and I believe that building burnt down. And so we're now the third, the, this was a third school built in 1911. And then about every three years, they would add another addition onto the building. I had a couple come up one day, um, just, you know, out of the blue, they wanted to walk in and like look around and they came up and they actually told me the story that they were actually um, 
boyfriend and girlfriend in high school and they had met here and they got they kind of got choked up because they they saw the center and how you know we've renovated it and changed it into a beautiful art center these are you know older folks you know were here in high school years ago but you know they come back and they're still together and you know it's it's awesome to hear that they love what we've done with their high school you know turned it into something really wonderful for everyone to enjoy outside and based on the every three years of additions to the school, that picture, if we start in 1911, then there was an addition actually built on the back that would have been, so 1914, the, um, one of the wings would have been 1917, and then with this building on the left, that's a, again a, a wing to the school here, that would have been probably about 1920. So that picture was at least from about the 1920s. Um, that we have George Moody. George Moody was very big. That's this, this one right this here? This gentleman no, standing right. here. He was very big in Henrico education early on. He was the principal here of the school in the time frame. Again, it was a school from 1911 um, and then went over to be a high school in the early 40s, actually switched over to an elementary school after the graduating class in 1951, became Glen Allen Elementary in 1952. But he was here during the days of it ramping up to end up eventually being the sole high school on the West End. Um, and loved Glen Allen. Actually went on to be the superintendent of Henrico County. And once this turned into just the high school in the early 40s, he came back because he had such a love and devotion for the school itself. And you can see a great model here that shows the building as well and how it was designed before it's turned over to the Cultural Arts Center in March of 1999 is when we opened up. So this is the before and after here we're before, looking at. Before, sure enough. What ended up happening is after it changed over to an elementary school, it became, um, it stayed in elementary school from 1952 to 1978. And at that time frame, there just was really no more room that they could expand to allow for more kids. And probably even as a high school, when they switched to the new high school in 19, the fall of 1951, they had a thousand students here. And you have to really realize how rural this side of the county is. It was the only high school on the West End. Um, due to Richmond annexing a lot of Henrico County, and kept on um, pushing more and more students out here. And so even once it became Glen Allen Elementary, similarly, it just became to the point that they just outgrew the space and they had nothing further that they could do but build a new Glen Allen Elementary School. So then what it became a surplus storage for Henrico County and then it also became the fire training area for the firefighters for Henrico. So it was perfect as you see the boarded up windows. See, um, yeah. You know you could send trainees into the building and they would think they're in a house because you can't see because it was all boarded up. And my they under put smoke in and everything? It looks um, like... It, I, they, event, they could have, yeah. and I mean, periodically we'll still get mail to the <laughs> fire academy. Really? Um, and I also had heard, never had seen it myself, but that you would have firefighters repelling off of the side of the building to learn repelling skills. Wow. So that's sort of part of the fun. But as you can see in that picture, I mean, they definitely had fallen into disrepair. So the real question became what, you know, what the county was going to do with it. And I believe it was in 1992, Dick Glover, who is um, on the Board of Supervisors for the Brooklyn District, this falls in that district, had really thought this would be a great idea to really turn this into a, an art center. This is coming off of as an extension of what it would have been the outside of the gymatorium, mm -hmm. um, but it, it provide a perfect way to sort of also mask what we do have as a ramp that goes down into our theater. This gallery rotates shows on a monthly basis, and the beauty of this gallery is that we have a way to be able to highlight some local artists who have 
a good amount of artwork that work to try to sell their artwork, but maybe don't have the ability to get into, let's say, a major gallery or something along those lines. And we end up having actually local art associations, um, Tuckahoe Artist Association, the Bonnier Arts uh, Association. And we've had some great high school art shows on here, too. Oh, Henrico has, um, Henrico High School also has the Henrico Center for the Arts. And we've had displays, monthly displays of their stuff on occasion. Hermitage High School, they have an incredible art program there. So they have also displayed for a month on this show. So it becomes a great way for students and upcoming artists to be able to get their work out and then to the public and to see it. What a great way to be a part of the community where you can get involved with the schools you can, and with its history being a school. That's, so, that's just such a neat tie-in. It like is. And when the center really first started, I mean, one of the real big goals of it, it immediately spun off to a foundation. Uh, originally, it was going to be under Parks and Recreation. And I think when that first shovel spade was turned, they immediately announced that they would turn it over to uh, the foundation, which was the Cultural Arts Center Glen Allen Foundation. And the whole idea of turning this into a center was to be able to be almost like a first step for up-and-coming artists, performers, and that kind of thing, to give them that stage or that ability to be able to you know, perform the arts, experience the arts, show the arts. And the lovely part I like about that is then us as patrons, as uh, people who come to the center, we have that opportunity to either be a participant, whether it's to make art in our art studios upstairs, or whether it's to f perform on the theater through Henrico Theater Company, or if it's to bring a group that you might have that really is looking to try to provide, you know, have a theater that they can do their show to patrons that they know of as well. Or it's to be a, just a participant in the audience to watch the arts. Um, but this, it just becomes a great area to be able to do that and to see the arts in different functions. I think it's great a comment that a gentleman in May when it was a school saying, Glen Allen School educated people then, and I say we educate people today and we educate them in the arts. What we really work with on this gallery level is to really work to bring in regional, national, and international artists. And we've had a lot of success in doing that throughout the years. And it's just exciting to see the different artists that we're able to get in here and the different types of artwork. We have a great relationship with Midwives for Haiti, and they bring in show of Haitian art probably every other year. And that's always a very successful with the bright, vivid colors of the Haiti art. We've had the artists in residence from St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, um, internationally known. They have shown in here in the past. So this is a wonderful space to be able to really have it so that people can come show their artwork and really have people who come in here and view it to really feel that they are very engaged in seeing it and really feel that they get to know that artist through their artwork in this, this space. I really love the center. It, it brings a lot um, to the community we offer. You know, our galleries are always open, uh, free to the public. We offer, you know, a wide range of classes and the performances, you know, for the public to come and join. We do lots of events. Um, we have El Dio de Muertos in October, which is a lot of fun where kids can come out and do arts and crafts. I handle lots of the volunteers there. We set up tables and chairs. We hand out candy. The Latin Valley is wonderful. They perform here a lot. Um, they have their classes here too. Um, they put on a nice little free show for everybody. It's just it's a lot of fun for you know uh, families to come out and have something fun to do. Latin Valley, Virginia, mm -hmm. came to us in probably about 2001, looking for a place out on this side of town to be able to offer dance classes. 
And at that time frame, they might have had a studio in Chesterfield. I'm not I can't necessarily remember. But nevertheless, he said, great, yeah, come and you can rent the space and start offering dance classes. Any given night of the week, they will be people here dancing. Uh, I will say that they went probably from about 35, 40 students that first year that they came here to well over three, 400. We now have their professional dance troupe do all their um, dance, uh, dance practices here during the day. And so that becomes really exciting. We're really, uh, they also offer classes down at Center Stage downtown, but we're definitely there, the main place for all their classes as well as all their performances. And I bring you into this room Obviously, you can see the great coloration, great. but the wonderful um, opportunity that we had that the um, general manager with the county of Henrico, when he was approached, you know, we said, so, you know, how is a combination of here we are, we're in a building of yours, and similarly, he was, how can we help you? And we had known that we needed to paint the center inside, and so he had the opportunity to say, you buy the paint. I can have the, some inmates that we have just sent to New Kent at our facility out there to come back to the facility here in Henrico County, and we can loan you those inmates so to they, come and paint the building for you. And so they were here all this past spring. I believe they painted every single room and then more and have done just an absolutely awesome job. We ended up picking the paint colors, and you know what you'll see, you'll see some bright colors that are somewhat different than what you would expect. Chances are I think this is just a neutral before they painted it, but we are an art center. We celebrate the arts here. So at the same time, we want to make it bright and exciting when people you, walk in. You're pulling from all sorts of the, the community. I wonder if they were spreading that time out a little longer. I want to stay here a little bit longer today. I just fixed this one yeah, thing. Exactly. We'll just, uh, uh, I think there's a couple of days they came in here uh, that they were excited to be here and not at another months. facility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here at the center, we have a variety of ways to find your niche. In this room that we're in right now, this is easily used for, let's see, we have watercolor, we have acrylics, we have pastels, we uh, will be doing some pen and ink that's coming up. If you wanted to learn how to do portrait drawing or painting, you can do that. Chinese breaststroke, oriental painting, these are some of the classes uh, that we'll have coming, that we've done in the past and have coming up in the future. So. Again, in the evening, if you're in here, chances are there's some class going on. We have some daytime classes, too. Once again, I'm excited that when you look at the people who come for these classes, it's, again, all ages, and that's, a, that's wonderful to have that right. range of people. We have a great music program here. We teach classes in piano and guitar, and it, the wonderful part about that is we have students come in that are six years old, and we have students that come in that are 65 years old. So it's a great range of people and interest, and we cater the lessons for the individual students. So it could be it's a beginner or it could be it's an intermediate student, but overall it's just a great experience. And it's exciting here during the summer, we'll offer some more classes for younger, our younger audience, our youth and our teens. And it's great to be able to see them coming and being involved in the arts as well. A lot of times kids are very excited to keep coming back year to year. Um, we try to uh, make them feel pleased, happy, make sure they have a lot of fun. One student that started out in the watercolor class, I believe he started out, I want to say at the age of 13, really just trying to find a niche, trying to find an area of things that he liked. And sure enough, he displayed on our um, slant wall gallery, not this past spring, but I believe it was the previous spring with his work. Fantastic. And I mean, he really found that that was his calling, was the art. So it's great when we can see 
that we're bringing up the next generation of artists here at the center. We really have the opportunity to find an, an area that you might be interested in and have always wanted to explore but never really have thought about doing it, nor have you thought about what type of talent you might have in there. And that's the exciting thing about our classes because I really feel that they find a hidden talent in all of us. And it becomes exciting as we see students come back over and over again because they have found a love, whether it's in the pastel class, the water class, or if they have learned to throw the perfect pot. This is our ceramics lab. This is a very exciting area. When the center was first built, uh, you will see, because of a washer and dryer in the back part here, this actually had been designed as a costume-making area. Really? What you would have seen here, actually, instead of these tables now, you would have seen uh, cutting tables for fabric and whatnot. You would have seen doors across here because the whole idea that this would have been costume storage. And as it turns out, that really never happened and probably about 2000, 2001, the executive director here at the time frame decided, you know what, I think this space can be better utilized. Happened that he had seen some artwork by Jane Headley, who teaches all of our ceramics classes here at a show in Richmond, and talked to her about what would need to happen to take this space and turn it into our ceramics studio. I love ceramics. I took that class this past fall. Um, it was a 10-week course. Um, I was in here you know, taking class two and a half hours a week. Then we came in, we got to have um, time outside of class to come in. The ceramic studio is always open for our free time to come and, you know, do pottery. Um, I did ma mainly uh, hand building, which was a lot of fun. And then we did glazing and all that. And it was just a lot of fun to do. And you meet a lot of really nice people doing it. I'm the pottery instructor here, which is great. And I am, today's one of my throwing days, like I'll usually once a week do all my throwing and then I will. I'm a novice. What does throwing mean? Throwing, you can put the clay on the wheel and you can make it rise, you can do different forms. Um, the throwing classes are probably the most popular because it's sort of exciting and miraculous. The class is kept small. We only really have room for nine potter's wheels. So at the most we'll take into one class is going to be nine students. So Would, oh, provides, I'm sorry, go ahead. It provides great individualized attention then when these students come and take the class. I was just going to ask, which are the younger kids or the older kids better? Well, the younger kids, they just have fun and they yeah. love everything they make. So that's sort of a nice thing. Pottery class is like their favorite thing of the week, which makes me feel yeah. awesome. Um, teenagers are really good because they're sort of used to taking direction, uh -huh. which maybe most adults are not necessarily, um, but they can sort of handle the physical aspect of it. And then adults, it's nice. It's nice to see what the diversity of people like, what kind of stuff they come up with and where they go with it. The idea came about that we would become a performing arts center. What Henrico County was looking for was a permanent home for Henrico Theater Company. At the time frame, they were doing performances out of Belmont, which mm -hmm. is um, a wonderful facility at a golf course, and mm -hmm. they would be doing it in the grand ballroom. Probably could end up seating maybe 100, maybe 200 people. And obviously, with it being also a grand ballroom, they did not have the ability to do a lot of set design, nor did they really have the ability to be a true theater, in the sense that when the actor or actress had to exit stage left, they had to crawl through a window. By doing so, they also had to That's be careful. Subtle. That's subtle, yeah, very subtle. But at the same time, I never stopped to think about this. They also had to be careful about what the elements were doing outside. 
Because if it was raining, then there would have to be some type of canopy or whatnot developed. Or the to character just was completely soaked. Yeah, exactly, because huh? when they came in on the opposite end of the stage, they had to look like they did when they left. Oh, man. So in addition to being able to provide a permanent theater home, which we'll see in a bit for Henrico Theater Company, it also allowed us to provide a set building shop and this place uh, right now there is a theater show here so this is very clean and not a lot going on but if you had been here two weeks ago this would have been actively under set construction tons of flats in here pa between painting um, buzz saws going and you name it they were just working away on the set design for this current. Uh, so these guys, these guys know how to clean a shop over here. It looks like they because, I I, the, look at this pegboard here. Everything organized. You got all your pliers, all your channel locks, all your hammers on the same. Exactly. Oh my goodness, these yeah, guys. Yeah, they keep their materials. And ladies. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, and it is a combination, a combination. And they're all volunteers for Henrico Theater Company, and they do a great job. And the set designer actually for the show actually used to work here, so he also has sort of that double side that, okay, I'm designing the set, but I also know how I want to find the stuff when I come back. Right. And, and that's great that these are these are a lot of volunteers coming in because mm -hmm. you're getting that true passion for what they're doing. They're putting a lot of love into exactly. these sets and a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of that time that is very valuable to all of us now, you know, right. it always has been, but even, even more so now where you just have longer and longer commutes and, and those types of things, people are, you know, choosing to spend their time here. And that's such a great it's such a great thing to hold on to uh, when you have a, a staff that can do that. Exactly. And what we find is that the b people who build the sets, they come back performance after performance. So we get to know them just as if they work here at the center. And it's part of it's their passion for the theater and passion for the set design and their um, their passion for working for Henrico Theater Company, volunteering wow. for them. Well, let's let's go in and see. Uh, see some of the work here in, in the theater space. Okay, very good. I'm bringing everybody into an area you typically wouldn't see if you just come to the center. We are currently in the green room, and this is where the actors and actresses for the performances sort of hang out yeah. until they end up having to be on stage. And as I had mentioned when we were in the scene shop, when you were to exit uh, stage left or stage right, actually the green room becomes that place that you go from stage left to stage right, so we don't have to worry about the weather conditions right. outside. Right, that's perfect. And I'm, and I'm seeing that you, you must have some, is this cast members? What are, what are these? These uh, actually, um, it's, it's a combination of playbills from past shows that we've had for our center season that is our own performing arts series that we run. When I first started here, and actually when the center first opened up, we would have what was called Music Connection Series, and that series was typically four or five shows a year where we would highlight singers and songwriters of the 60s and 70s. We quickly realized for us to really get some funding from the Commonwealth of Virginia that's out there, we really needed to be a presenter of the arts um, from the performing arts standpoint. So we, we took a huge risk um, in our center season year of 2007-2008 with our season starting in September and going to May or June to really start offering our own center season program. And actually that is what some of these posters are from or our past center seasons oh, yeah. um, to offer a combination of theater, music, dance, and basic, the arts in general. So each of these years, we have really worked, you know, whether we bring in live music, whether we're bringing in a theater performance, whether we're bringing in dance performance. So we really worked each year to have a wonderful mix for all of the different types of arts that are out there and it's proven to be very successful we are currently now in our sixth year of oh, our central season programming 
and just very excited about how that whole um, performance series has taken off. With our performances, we have our Center Season series, which features local, regional, national, and international artists performing music, dance, and theater performances. We have our Second Stage series, which is designed to really feature different genres of music, and we offer that nine months of the year. So this is the Sarah Bell November Stage. At our theater, yes. Okay. Uh, Sarah Bell and Neil November are great philanthropists in the Richmond community and are huge supporters of the arts. We probably have the most comfortable theater in the whole area. Oh, let me, all time. right, let me try it out. Let me, let's see. Try out that scene. Okay. The thing I love. Now, this wouldn't be approved yeah. if I yeah. just. I mean, you could be at any other facility in Richmond and you'd have your knees in your chest. All right, so you guys are going to go into the airline business after That's this, right. is that right? And, and okay. it was strategically done that we provide this extra leg room. We probably ended up giving up a couple of rows of seats in order for us to do this. The beauty I love of this theater, we have 350 seats, very intimate environment, and Basically, I think I probably have sat in every single seat in this theater, and every single seat is a great view of the stage. This now provides an absolute permanent home for Henrico Theater Company to do their performances. As soon as they started doing performances here, their subscriptions just skyrocketed, really? as well as the number of performances that they did. They, I think, had in the past only done two weekends and now moved to three weekends, and they then had a Thursday evening show because the demand for tickets became so great. And if you look at this space, this also sort of was the designing and determining factor of how the whole center would be uh, reflect. And you'll see the sort of the arts and craft architecture if you mm -hmm. look at the areas that had been the windows. And I think that the way that they've done this, and the, similarly the coloration of you got the, the mauve and the green, so that sort of hits that arts and craft air as well. The fun part about this is, is you're in here and you get very much a very light look because of how they've done the lighting for the windows. And yet when you go outside where the windows are, it's all brick. So very, I think it's a very great way very that they've neat. done the design and very clever how they've it's, done that. It's, it's actually deceiving when you walk in. Exactly. You almost, you really do feel like that that is daylight Exactly. Right on the window, just and reflecting you feel that off the, the windows sills. Are there. Yeah. And you would think Very that you clever. would see the in the outside. You would think that you would see that. Right. So I think they've done a great job of how they've they've portrayed that. I'd like to think that we're no longer the best kept secret. Uh, we've had a several years now that we've had over 100,000 people come out to the center in the course of that year, whether it's for performances, classes, wedding receptions, meetings. We have a ton of meetings during the day and evening as well as the wedding receptions. So, But it's also, it, it seems like uh, even a, a destination place to go to for people oh, from around the state to come by and see because there's, there's uh, such great art in all forms. I had a mother who fortunately raised us in exploring and in taking us to performances, concerts, and events so that that could be a huge part of our life. As we see, especially with the um, younger generations now where the arts are really the first thing to be cut in education, it's a wonderful that we can sort of fill that void now and, and help out people in, that, in those areas to really gain that knowledge of the arts. We do what's called PAL, which is Police Athletic League, and we go to several elementary schools in this area and we bring like arts and crafts to kids who you know, don't have that kind of opportunity. And each year that the center grows, you know, we always have something different and you know, people try to find out more about us when they go on the website. You know, gee, this is a fun place to you know, come out to. So it's a whole lot of work to be done, but you know, as working together as a team, everybody pulls together. And that's the fun part.
with the warm environment and just the willingness and friendliness of the staff here that you'll meet. Uh, it just provides that opportunity to say, yes, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of the arts. And we are seeing that continue on and on again as we see increased class enrollments, as we see sellout performances at our theater, and as we see more people coming to look at our galleries, both whether it be the slant wall that features our local artists or whether it end up being the Gumminick Gallery, which is going to have more of the national and international reputation. When people come here to the center, they are just welcome to be here, and we are excited to have them walk through our front doors. It's a fun place to work for, you know. You have to enjoy. You have to enjoy. You know, if you like something, please enjoy it. And that's how I look at it. We try to be as friendly and open as possible and have, just have people have a fun time enjoying art. What I always say is once a person walks in one time, they will be back. You know, we try to bring them back, make them feel at ease. Um, just have a great crew.